not in the end of transaction number four unit mass have confirmed the <laughs> Definitely good to come in. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, welcome to Horrorplay. <laughs> I'm just uh, doing this podcast with my headphones on, so I didn't know when the intro was over. That's why I cued you in with the three, two, one count. In the point. Oh, yeah. is that? What to it be was? fair, that was that was more of a three, two. Hold on, hold on. And then yeah, three, two, three, two, one. Yeah. Well, I went too early. I, I didn't know. I didn't know what you were trying to communicate there. Yeah, it was a countdown. Two countdowns back to back. Right. Uh, so welcome to Horror Play, everyone. The podcast dedicated to my scariest game ever made. I'm your host, John Lasso. Join me as always are my delightful co-host, Amber Simpson. What up? Adam Jetmore. Hi. And Robert <laughs> Lamb. What up? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't sound too uh no, contain I'm... contain your enthusiasm, Rob. You know, my, hi, we got hot mics over here. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, God. <laughs> Chill out. Well, you're the only one with a headphone, so. Yeah, well, I'm trying to monitor this shit. Look at the wavelength over here. This shit's hot. <laughs> it's, actually, it's actually really liberating to do a uh, podcast about headphones. I'm just like, I don't have to listen to myself. Sadly, I yeah. have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I have to monitor everyone. That sounds. I mean, terrible. you don't have to. I don't have to, but. That's a choice you make for the listeners. Yeah, but yeah. we've done podcasts where like it's only come out one headphone before, and I don't want to do that again. Mm-hmm. Sure, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. I don't envy you because you have to listen to this podcast. Yeah, so you're <laughs> saying that to all the listeners <laughs> yeah. too? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Well, uh, to be fair, they probably feel the same. You way. You guys are around each other a lot more. That's true. So some may say too much. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Some. But yeah. not us. No, no. We don't say. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> By the way, Adam pointed to John and me. Yeah. Robert. Robert. Uh, Adam. And John. What game are we talking about today? Oh, man. I was not prepared for this because, you know. Just wasn't. I do it all the time. That's so true. why not know it uh, now? You thought we were going to call an audible? And like, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we just weren't going to tell anybody what we were talking about. It's a really hey, big game. Just to give uh, just give them the hint. It's yeah, a really I think big I game. got the bullet points and then yeah, everybody okay, else will get it. This so, is like an easy one to do. Yeah, this, is, this yeah. one is definitely easy. Um, so this, this week, by week, we are talking about Resident Evil 7 by... Capcom Studios. They're probably not studios, right? They probably farm it out, right? I know it's just Capcom. Yeah. I was just trying to make them sound more fancy. Like Shark Dropper Studios. Like Shark Dropper Studios. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, Microsoft Studios, but then they're still Microsoft. With your help and your donations, we'll get that second studio. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because right now it's just Shark Dropper Studio. (laughs) (laughs) No Anyway. So, um, yeah, I think most of you probably get the deal here uh if you're a fan of horror games you know resident evil this uh, is kind of like a, a retread of like the classic yeah because it's resident uh, evil went kind of actiony for yeah, a while very this is the first... very actiony it it switched to first person right that's what I was um, um, it's the first yeah. in the series right it's yeah first, first one that's first person besides like uh maybe the like the, the like right, dumb right. uh like shooter, shooter one yeah. yeah um so yeah, this this was kind of uh, Capcom's way of actually rebooting the series, mm-hmm. and I think they did a pretty good job at yeah, it. I think so too. Um, it's, well, it's also like put into more context. The uh, this game came out a little bit after other horror games that come out, like uh, Outlast, Alien PT, Isolation, PT. Yeah. yeah, they were all first person kind of horror games, and you know I think it's fair to say Resident Evil Seven kind of. I don't know when development of Resident Evil 7 took place, but, like, there's a lot of similarities between this game and the games that came before it, you know? Right. I just, I think after Capcom released Resident Evil 6, and it was supposed to be this big budget play as three different characters, intertwining mm-hmm. stories, mm-hmm. and it didn't do that well, they kind of realized, like, maybe to go back to their horror roots, too. True. And I, I do agree with, with what you're saying about how it has that same, like, flavor as, like, amnesia and things like that, where you're in a first person's pr- perspective and, like, finding documents and stuff like that. Um, but I think 
it's different in the way because it still has that Resident Evil feel oh, and twist to it. And when I say Resident Evil, I mean the first three. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I think they really they really took the basis of those other games and uh, uh, made it into a Resident Evil. So it, it feels fresh well, it's got for like that the, type of game. Yeah, it still has like the keys that you're trying to unlock yeah. doors. Get the herbs. The, yeah, no herbs. inventory spaces. Yeah, like <laughs> knowing what you need to take in your inventory. Yeah. And then if you play on harder difficulty, oh, you no. can't save... What? All the time. You have to save on a, like cassettes or something. Cassette tapes. Yeah. Basically like ink, ink ribbons. ribbons. Right. So, oh, right. Okay. Which is pretty cool. So it was basically just a... Uh, you know, they said they were going to go back to their roots, and that's what they did. The mm-hmm. game takes place in a really big house. Um, like in uh, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. In Louisiana. The swamps. Yeah, the yeah. swamps of Louisiana. There's a... There's a there's an outdoor section. There's an underground section. There's there's, a there's lot. kind of mm-hmm. like an underground Swampy lab yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. There's even like a little room where you have to put like a fake shotgun to get the shotgun get out. The... Yeah, and I feel, but I think they did that kind of more on like trying to tie it in a little bit to like yeah. the Resident Evil franchise, yeah. like doing those kind of things. Like there were some Easter eggs yeah, throughout the definitely. game. I I was actually I wasn't I was pleasantly pleasantly surprised because it was just like. Yeah, it's just like a, a lot of it is a throwback to Resident Evil 1, but it was just like a very clever way of doing it. Yeah. Because they just like, because we all remember the mansion from Resident Evil 1. It was really big. It was really kind of confusing. Mm. The The house in this one, like, it feels like a house, like a regular house, like a regular but big house. But it's still pretty big. <laughs> pretty yes. big house. But like, it's it kind of, it reminds you of the, uh, the Resident Evil mansion. Right. You know, it, uh. Yeah, you're still playing a Resident Evil game. Like you're playing like these puzzles where you have to collect keys and whatnot. But it's done in a more not so kind of weird way. You have to collect a tiger's eye. Just well, to... it doesn't feel like B movie ish either. It yeah. feels yeah. like kind of like a real kind of situation. Yeah, it doesn't feel like here's just this big ass mansion in the middle of the woods. Mm-hmm. Solve puzzles with a tiger's eye. This one actually like. It seems like a little bit more realistic and grounded, yeah. and then like it does have like the guest house in Resident Evil. This one has like the garden or the the greenhouse. Yeah, like there are like those sections where you still kind of explore. Sure, which is kind of cool. I think we haven't touched on the biggest change. There's no zombies. That's true. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No zombies There's at all. the uh, well before the zombies. The right? molded. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say. I feel like we're just gonna get into discussing story. Story. Now. I mean, we we'll, we can hold off. I mean, it's up to you guys. It doesn't matter. Uh, I think we can still hold off. It's just the, uh, yeah. It was. Uh, I think that was a big risk that they took, just not putting Instead zombies of, in. But we didn't mention that like the main villains throughout most of the campaign is like this family. Yeah, that's the, kind of the Texas, the Bakers. Baker, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I, I, it's like I Texas Chainsaw Barkers. Massacre meets, uh, yeah. What what something else? Some monster, <laughs> yeah. Right, well, yeah, because they all are like kind of infected, mm-hmm. which is like a thing within Resident Evil. Like always, there's yeah. always a virus that infects yeah. people. But this one, like, they they each have like their own kind of personalities and oh, their yeah. own like fighting styles. Yeah. Like the dad. Uh, I forget his name, Jack. Yeah, he like kind of just storms around the house. Yeah, he's just kind of have to like hide from him. Yeah, Ugh. like brute strength. He's got brute strength. He just regenerates. Yep. Yeah, you can't like necessarily kill him. You can knock him down for a little while, but then eventually he gets back up, mm-hmm. and you can hide from him. Yeah. But then, then you have the mom who's like kind of like she turns into like Spider Lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And her whole section, like you're being attacked by like bugs, and, and a lot of that's like, like that. yeah, and you're like kind of like stealthier with her. Like you have to kind of like hide. Yeah. In, in Lucas, rooms. like he's kind of. What what's a pyromaniac? Kind of like yeah. saw, like sets like up Jake traps saw. and stuff. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, he sets up traps and all that. That was a very fun section. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's, yeah, they all have like their different like person personalities, but then they have like <coughs> get choked up, guys. This is so emotional. <laughs> yeah. do, do you need a moment, Robert? <laughs> Give you... me one moment. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. You guys. Really I'm really tearing you up really right now. It game. is. It's. Yeah. It's. This yeah. game speaks to me. Yeah. <laughs> it did. It did. I'll, I'll get some water in a minute. Okay. Um, no, like, but they all have like their different personalities, and they all have their different like kind of fighting styles. And I thought that was kind of cool. Then you also have like the molded. That's what they're called. The molded. Yeah. But, and yeah. they're kind of like your zombies, though. The the family's kind of like almost like boss battle ish. Right. Yeah. And then yeah. the molded is kind of like your run of the mill shoot in the head. 
black shooting the head a million times spongy creatures a million times yeah <laughs> you, you know what's funny like uh, a game we recently reviewed which i tried to erase from memory but i can't was uh, evil within Right. It was uh, mm-hmm. made by the guy who yeah. made the original Resident Evil games. I forget his name already. It was a lot like that. But Probably like, Hideo uh, or something. I think uh, <laughs> Evil Within, he said, like, yeah, I just want to make a game that kind of harkens back to the uh, original Resident Evil games. And uh, that, didn't work. that game didn't do that. But I think yeah. Resident no. Evil 7 accomplishes that. Like, uh, it just makes you, it made me feel like I was playing a Resident Evil game back in the day when I was a kid. You know, but it just like, a completely new way. I'm just yeah. like. I haven't felt this way in a while. Like, uh, I mean, I can't go back and play Resident Evil 1 and feel the same way I did when I originally played it because yeah. it's just like the graphics are just so dated and the right, gameplay is just so It's bad. not as scary. Yeah. But like playing Resident Evil 7 now, it's like it made me feel that sense of nostalgia I did. You know, it made me feel the same way like when I played Resident Evil 1 for the first time back in the day. I'm like, whoa, yeah. this is awesome. It'll be really interesting to see where they go. Because I think one of the big benefits to this was them doing like a, a reboot, if you will, on the series with story wise. Mm-hmm. Um Story wise it's interesting because I think the the reason why this one worked out so well was because they had like the family and yeah. stuff. Yeah. It so, still takes place in the Resident Evil universe. Spoiler alert. Right? Yeah. Um it'll just be I, I think if they were to maybe proceed with more loosely connected stories yeah. instead of trying to follow like the same trail of characters around or whatever the same core to where they just kind of lost their way. Yeah, because like the... when you follow the same characters, like you have to heighten the story because it's yeah. like yeah, because they're seeing the same shit over yeah. and over again. Like whereas when following... if you follow new characters, you can kind of keep it low stakes. And this yeah. was a new character, Ethan. That's his sure. name, right? And Ethan, then he was yeah. going yeah. back for his or wife. trying to find his wife, Mia. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. it'll be there, interesting to see where they yeah, go. Yeah, there's. I mean, there was a nice little surprise at the end that really sure. tied it back into the uh, the Resident Evil universe, and I, I think they would benefit more from doing that than trying to build. Well, to me, this almost felt kind of like a side story, where in the Resident Evil universe, it was kind of like a side story with a new character. So, if they did that kind of stuff, that'd be cool. I don't think they will. I think they're still going to try to do things yeah. where they can bring in characters. I'm also worried that maybe the second one, since this one did so well, just kind of taking that mold of the mansion, the underground Yeah, do you think they'll do shit. like a city kind of thing? Yeah, like is there going to be like a city <laughs> and kind Technically, of Technically, Silent Hills was trying to do that. Like they were going to do like a city kind of thing. But Silent Hill is kind of like a city or a yeah. town. Yeah. So I'm wondering like, you know, who knows? They might try to follow that. We'll see. Hey guys, uh, what was everyone's scariest moment of the game? I think mine was probably just the mom fight. She was creepy uh, as hell. Yeah, and and like when you were first going up for it, there were some really good scripted jump scares. Yeah, like like the one walking up the stairs and where she, she just burst jumps out the, the window. window. Like, do, you, do you remember like the part where you realize like in order to get to that kid's room, you need to go back and get her lantern? So you go back to the hole where she fell in, and, and she then. Just- she just kind of grabs like the the lantern with a super long arm and just like <laughs> and then crawls down the cave. Yeah. I'm just like ah fuck, <laughs> like, I gotta follow that. Creepy. Yeah, that's one thing that always scares me. Things crawling on the ground, like people crawling on the ground. It's always yeah. creepy. Yeah, but like even during her fight, since she was kind of a spider and she would disappear, like mm. sometimes the AI was really stupid and would always just go to the same couple spots. Right, but. It, it was really kind of hard to predict where she was going to come from. So that whole fight was just really tense. Like really tense. Yeah. I remember that. Like trying to go like upstairs and downstairs. Yeah. she'd mm-hmm. just drag you. Yeah. Yeah. It took us like a couple times. Then we realized, hey, the grenade launcher is pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. That, yeah. Help, that helped out. Mm-hmm. Right. But we went through a lot of ammo with her. That's how we I went played. through a lot of ammo uh, with everything. With everything. <laughs> yeah. That's true. <laughs> so you got used to get it doing like good headshots again. That's right, yeah. Uh, headshots mattered. Yeah, we'll talk yeah. about headshots later on. All right. Uh, uh, Amber, what was your um, I think there's a lot of just, like, people, like, busting through walls and shit that scared me the most. But I'm going to oh. go with, like, in general, the little girls just really creeped me out. Just, like, her standing at the end of a hallway or, like, when she just, like, grabs you through the computer, even though she's not really there. It fucking right. scared the shit out of me. Little kids. Oh. Scary little kids. Especially the children's room. When out. you first started seeing... Like her, when you come back out of the room, like I think it's like a little crouch, like you have to crouch into like oh. this yeah, little yeah, area, yeah, and then yeah. you turn around, and you see her feet, like at the end of the hall. I'm like, <laughs> oh, god damn it! Oh, yeah, she was creepy. Yeah. Robert, 
Uh, mine is I almost went with the mom fight because things crawling on the ground creeped me out, and she just <laughs> crawled everywhere. So like that was pretty creepy. But uh, I think for me, like jump scare wise, it would have to be that that first time that Jack burst oh, through, through the through fucking the wall. wall. <laughs> oh, yeah. When he burst through that yeah, wall, man, man, I was like. God. And then like I think we had to like I think I was playing we had to like reload a save so like the wall hadn't burst through like we knew it was coming. (laughs) I was giving Robert shit. I was walking down the hallway. I'm like, oh crap. Yeah. Because I think we we thought we avoided him because he went down the other hallway and we're like, oh, we're good. (laughs) I'm like, just run past real fast. So you start running and he just burst through anyway. He was scary. He was. Whenever he I see you. Like, oh God. Oh man. Uh for me. Well, I guess I had I have two. Uh, it was definitely the section where you have to go to the kids' room, mm. like when it's completely dark. <laughs> it's just like, and then like uh, you have to like take that shrine or like uh, take that arm off that shrine. And it's just like this whole section is just really creepy right now. <laughs> like I don't want to do this at all. And uh, I guess the other part would be uh, oh, the grandma. Oh, the grandma <laughs> showed up. Yeah. She just showed up randomly, and she would just lay there in a chair. He, like, John was always like, this is the time she's going to jump up. Like, this is going to happen. Well, you know happen. what's worse is that, like, the game doesn't allow you to just shoot her. Yeah, Like Because I, I tried to aim the gun at her, but the, it wouldn't let me. I'm just like, you know she's a monster, right? Yeah, no no yeah. killing kids or old people, John. Come on. Yeah, Resident come on. You know that. Standards. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like, yeah, I remember. on the girl either. Well, I remember, like, we were in the basement, like, uh. It was dark. I turned a corner, and then like the grandma was just there, like in a chair. Like there's no reason for her to be down there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah why well, are she... you down here? <laughs> I remember going up that hallway, and you like turn the right, and she's just at the end of the hallway. You're like, like oh, oh god, god damn, I gotta walk by her. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma's got to have a life too. Oh, yeah, man. she's going around. Yeah. But yeah. how's she getting everywhere so fast? <laughs> just, every time. I mean, I know how. But... There's there's like. Tunnel hidden passages everywhere in that house. She's like scrim- like <laughs> squishing her like wheelchair through. Yeah, it. she's probably lived there for a long time. She knows uh, all I about it. I, I was clenching really hard every time I had to just like walk by. Walk her. by. Her. Just, like whatever. Whatever. <laughs> okay, uh, I think now's a good time to take a break because uh, Robert's just tearing up over here. <laughs> hey guys, this game. <laughs> it's just, I feel it's really getting to you. <laughs> Let me just have a couple moments. Let me grab some tissues, uh, and then uh, we'll get back to it. Sure. Studios presents to you The force is strong in my family My father had it sister has it. And you have that power, too. There he is. Back to work. I had to protect my investment. Investment? Julianne Good. The whore with the dead fiancé. I just hope I can help. Your reputation precedes you. If you don't open this fucking door right now, I'm gonna break it down. Jimmy John. He's missing. Go find him, Tubby. Ollie. We're home. Double Avenue Hurt. Season 2. Brought to you by Shark Dropper Studios. All right, welcome back to Horror Play. Uh, We're here to now talk about the uh, movie Hidden Figures. Okay. Academy Award nominated astronaut film. Yeah, <laughs> NASA. No, okay, yeah. NASA. Yeah. NASA. NASA. It was about I mean, the, John Glenn was in it. The right? heroes yeah, behind the scenes. Sure, sure. <laughs> right. Good movie. Yeah. Yeah. What did you Apollo? Write down? <laughs> oh, hidden passages. Hidden passages. Because okay. I wanted no, to actually, uh, uh, come back to that when we get into level design. Okay. That movie was about the the numbers. 
find the uh, yeah the, the numbers the yeah. program right <laughs> yeah that's it are Get you uh, it? trying Get to understand are you understanding the uh, the segue I'm trying to make uh not yet <laughs> try okay. was try it, a different one was uh, it thirteen with Tom Secrets yeah, yeah. secrets no <laughs> Tom Secrets secrets Tom C Crets. I feel like you guys are trying to segue to something, but I'm not. Yeah, Jim Carrey's career. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Number 13. Uh-huh. The mask. I get you. Oh, the mask. No, number 23. <laughs> number 23. That's it. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah, I thought it was 13, too. Yeah. Maybe well, I was oh, thinking of 13. Ghost. Same thing. You, oh, know what? you know what that's fitting oh, for? Those numbers. Ratings. <laughs> oh, ratings. All right. All right. Ratings. You have such a beautiful mind. I get it. Uh,. Ron Howard. Applesauce, yeah. bitch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. <laughs> right. Or Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Oh, is that where you're going? I was thinking, like, no, how about no, them No, I knew apples? it was both. Okay. Oh, yeah, that was how about them apples. That was good one. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, but they still did. They said, how about them apples? Applesauce, and, bitch. That oh, was Jay, Jay and Silent Bob. Bob's. Yeah, either one was fine. Because Ben Affleck <laughs> and Matt Damon were yep. in both. Yep. Sometimes <laughs> you <laughs> owe a friend a favor. This is great yeah. horror play talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Kevin Smith career cast. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get to the horror ratings. If you listen to Horror Play before, you know that we have a rating system in which we judge each game. Um, We're looking, usually harshly, (laughs) uh, we're looking for the scariest game ever made, but we also have other categories in which we judge the game as well. Um, Those categories are immersion, which is atmosphere, music, sound effects, creativity, and graphics. The second category is story, which is plot, characters, and enemies. Uh, gameplay is the third category. Controls and level design are under that one. And then scariness is the fourth category. We rate them 1 to 10, 0 to 10. Jesus Christ, I always say that. 0 to 10, 10 being the highest. Let's see what we rated each category, starting with immersion. Were we immersed in this game? I gave it a 9.5. John gave it an 8.5. Adam, an 8. Amber, an 8. I gave it pretty high. I rated it high on all you these things. You so immersed. Mm-hmm. I like love this game. actually there. I loved it. I, I felt like I was there. Your I felt like there. I was in a house. Sure. I was definitely, <laughs> it felt like I was in a house when I was playing this game. <laughs> so Yeah, um, I think I, I knocked it, this is going to be weird, but I knocked it down a little bit for graphics. It looked great. Mm. But I think the people look kind of plasticky. Yeah, they do. Compared to the environment. But I also think that really helped with how disgusting they looked. Like they, oh, it, I think it made them look more... Monstrous, yeah, monstrous, yeah. Okay, we'll go with monstrous. But I get what you mean. Like some of them, like I I think the only gripe I had was like some of the characters' facial animations were kind of weird. Like they were kind of like that opening scene where you see Mia's video and she's like looking straight into the camera. Like that was creepy because like her eyes are just completely lifeless. (laughs) Like yeah, yeah. See, and that's why I'm in a weird space with this because. While that does look strange and the plasticness of it, I also think it really helped. Like, it really yeah. helped them look m- more like monsters. And I saw you over there struggling with this category, just oh. like, what number, what I know, number? I you did. were like, <laughs> I saw you pacing back yeah. and forth. I was like, <laughs> is it a point three? Yeah, sure. I don't. Do I, do I put a point at all? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I No, I could tell. No, I I agree with you. Like, there's one part where... The mom, you're playing like an old videotape of Mia escaping mm-hmm. the greenhouse yeah. or whatever, and then the mom chases her, and then like the lights go out underneath when she's like crawling underneath like a piece, like some planks of wood, and then the mom like just appears like in front of the camera or whatever, and like it's creepy, but like the way she talks and the way her mouth is moving, yeah, it's kind of weird, like their facial teeth as yeah, well, like, yeah. like their teeth everything was like really all... shiny yeah. and like I don't know. It was yeah. that was that's the only thing that like to me graphics wise was off. Yeah. Um for me this game I I want to give a 9 because atmosphere music sound effects creativity graphics like it does all those things very well. Mm-hmm. I kind of bumped it down to 8.5 because you mean I kind of I kind of became unimmersed in the last third of the game where like you're on that ship and uh I just felt like the game just lost steam like I think it's what every Resident Evil game does in the third act. They take you to like this underground lab or like this this abandoned boat where it's just like <laughs> everything is explained. I'm just like I'm like when we got to that boat, I'm just like, Oh, 
this is definitely a Resident Evil game. I just kind of... I mean, the boat was the underground lab. Yeah, I mean, I, I totally became aware. Like, oh, this is definitely a Resident Evil game. I'm just like... I'm like, yeah, I just kind of became a little unimmersed at that point. But, yeah, honestly, like, that's just... That's probably, like, a minor gripe because it's just, like... You kind of have to expect that when you play a Resident Evil game. I, I feel like it's one of those things where they want to give you, like, a full, you know, 8 to 12-hour gameplay, yeah. like, most, like, big games. But, like, I feel like for horror games, it's really hard to, like, keep it going. Yeah. Like, I loved yeah. Alien Isolation, but when it gets to those final three hours, I'm like, ugh, oh, yeah. it's yeah. just kind <laughs> the of the The final same. three hours? Yeah, maybe the final <laughs> six. <laughs> final ten? That's true. Fifteen, that maybe? Wasn't it like sixteen hours? It was like twenty, yeah, twenty plus hours. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I, for a horror game, it's like it's too much. Yeah. And see, I, but then I think we're falling into the problem of these are big AAA games that and are requiring AAA worth. prices, like, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, then they're stuck in that thing. Well, we can't make this a four or six hour game because mm. people are going to be pissed. Yeah, I think. And that, and I totally agree with that, and I'm totally fine with it. I, I do, I, I think it was IGN or, or GameSpot or some review I watched, and they said along those lines where this game was like pretty much at a perfect length. If it was any longer, it probably would have scored lower. And I kind of feel the same way. Like if the game was any longer, I probably would have been like, all right, I'm done, because like it, it got to like right at the moment yeah. where I'm like, I've had enough. Yeah. It's like good enough. Don't ruin it. <laughs> like don't keep going. So I, was, I thought the game was a little bit too long. Yeah, I was really. Say, I, I was kind of okay with shorter. it. I was like, okay with it. Didn't this need line. the whole part of the ship, or at least cut that part in half. Yeah, I don't or, think it needed to be as long. Kind of wrap it up at the boat. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. find whatever you. Need. Well, I was kind of happy with the like salt mines weren't as long. Yeah. As yeah, I was expecting when when they went into the salt mines, I'm like, oh, please don't tell me this is like the <laughs> underground lab part. Ugh. It's kind of like a quick go through and kill yeah. a bunch of things. Honestly, it's the only horror game that I can think of. Outside of PT, because that was like a really that was like a demo, so mm-hmm. obviously going to be short. Right. I think Dead Space really kind of nailed it in terms of length. Like it just felt perfect to but me. But even that was like what eight hours, nine hours. Yeah, like but it didn't feel like it was too long or too short. It felt like it was the right amount. Right. You know? But like even for me though, like I think those final couple hours aren't as scary as the first right. half yeah. of the game. And I- I think because you get used to it. Partially, yeah, it, yeah, you get used to it, Honestly, and it's a partially, especially with these these bigger horror games right. like Resident Evil, Dead Space, and such, because you often have weapons and you often power them up, so you're often powered up by the yeah, end by of the game. Point. So you're like, all right, well, Which, maybe something's gonna jump scare me, but, but that I'll was take care of it. That was weird. With this one, is you kind of switch characters at the ship part, and you right. have Mia, yeah, and then you actually have nothing, and you kind of build up, but that still didn't like kind of. I, I get. Maybe that's what they were doing is trying to downplay like the powered upness, yeah, and and kind of start you over in a ship. But there wasn't like there weren't new enemies. It didn't really like do anything new at that right. point. Besides that, so it didn't really like up the. And you uh, knew tension. what you were doing at that point, so you could yeah. get away with just knifing hands <laughs> off. Yeah, for me, I felt like it was just it was long enough to to make me kind of dock it, kind of right. at a point. Yeah. This, this, all this stuff might be under like story though too, like the length. I don't well, know. I think I think you know length definitely fits in immersion. You know? I, I guess. I mean, for me though, like I I agree with everything that's been said. I, I still gave it like really high, but it's mostly because like I don't know, like the 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 music, the sound effect, the sound effects in general, like or like they were just like just walking through a house, like the creepy like creaking of the the floorboards. Even when we killed like Jack, and you go back into the house. We were kind of looking for more resources before we fought the mom. And, like, it's still creepy. And I'm like, I hope nothing pops out, even though nothing ended up doing that. But it's still, like, to keep me, like, like keep that tension there when, like, you don't think anything's really going to happen. Yeah, there were always kind of random sounds still, even, All like, the when there were no enemies around. Yeah. yeah. And I really liked the how the family, like, talked to you, like, the shit that they said to you. Yeah. Like when they were chasing you and fighting you and stuff. I remember like John hiding scary. in the grandma's room and then like he's like I don't know if I uh if I can like look for stuff cuz Jack was still walking around and I think you like cra- like you you were in a crouch position you like yeah. stood up for a second and you heard I see you like, and you just, you're like no yeah, and you like tried so to shut scary. the door. Yeah. I love that. That's that was great. awesome. Yeah. All right. So uh let's go to story. Story is plot, characters, and enemies. I gave it a nine, John an eight, Adam an eight, Amber an eight. This was clearly Robert's favorite story <laughs> of all time. I love it. 
Why did you love it, Robert? Makes me tear up. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Um, I I just want to say that it's a uh, it's a nice welcome departure from your usual Resident Evil game. You know, it's uh, your usual Resident Evil game is just like. It's just a bad story. Yeah, it's and like very bad... convoluted. Yeah. And part of it being bad is because you might have missed something. Mm-hmm. Whereas right. I, I think one... this one, they put all the important documents that you needed to read in easy to find spots. Yeah, sure. like save spots. I, uh, as previously mentioned, I I love how all the family members had like the, they're each distinct personality. Mm-hmm. You know, the, uh, What's it? I like uh, how like some of the story was told and just like uh, like the videotapes. Like that was really clever. Yeah, I like yeah. that you could play. Yeah, like the Wait. kind of flashback. Yeah, video so tape. I guess it, instead of just saying the videotape, so it it points throughout the game. You'll come upon VCRs, mm. um, which I guess we'll get to why that's relevant in a minute. <laughs> but um, yeah, so you would come across VCRs, and a lot of times there would be a VHS tape laying there that you would put in. And it would kind of take you into a flashback, like often it was Mia in a yeah. video or something. And you would kind of go into the video and take control and like play through the video instead mm-hmm. of just sitting there watching it. So I thought it was kind of a cool way to to give some backstory. And, and it like helped you kind of further. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, because it was always like something that you were about to actually do yeah, in the current kind of play, version of the game. Yeah, which I thought that was like a cool way of showing you what you needed to do. Yeah. yeah. Except instead of just reading like a note, like here's the passcode, <laughs> I thought that was kind of like a more immersive. Or having of... it scribbled into your arm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that too. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah, this might be my favorite Resident Evil story because like it was just like a very kind of compared to the others. Like it's very just a small story. Like it's about this family that just got they just got like put in like a really bad. Yeah, they were bad people. Yeah, yeah, that was that, that was, was a weird thing. Yeah, yeah right? that was definitely a, a twist I did not see coming. Yeah, I thought I thought that they were just bad people and they were infected. Yeah, <laughs> but, but nope, they were nice people before that. Sure, sure. I think uh, there's some DLC out that kind of acts as a prequel, and you kind of see them interact like before they get infected. It's oh, really? like really, they're a really nice family, and it's just like. Whereas, like, the other Resident Evil games, like, it's a big corporation, evil umbrella, you know, right. company, oh. and, like, they're uh, out to destroy the world. This one is just, like... It's less uh, personal. This one's more personal. Yeah. Well, like, with this, like, you came, back, and... you came back to save your girlfriend. The other yeah. one's just, like, you're a part of, like, a, a police uh, a SWAT police team. force and zombies <laughs> yeah. here. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. No, well, I felt like, for me, the, the story wasn't corny. It wasn't the B-movie dialogue yeah. that all the Resident yep. Evils had before that. I mean, it didn't. It just felt like a little bit more grounded. It felt like it was like realistic for the most part. Um, and then the fact that, like, I mean, the reason why I rated it so high was pretty much like the enemies. Besides, like the molded, which aren't really anything different. There is like different types of them. Um, but I just liked like the the enemy family, the bakers. Like they all had like their personalities. I thought that played pretty well it was like seeing your bosses that the boss battles that you're gonna do yeah like before mm-hmm. the yeah, boss battles happen cool. which i thought was cool mm. yeah those were kind of interesting little sections where you'd have to like hide from jack or yeah from mom or whatever mm-hmm. and then the times where they weren't around and you would have to deal with the molded right mm-hmm. yeah i thought that was cool sure, sure. all right so anything I'm, else no i guess not i mean uh yeah <laughs> i guess we're not really gonna get too much into the story I think we all I mean, like should the we? story. I, I mean, I don't want to like go too far into it, but I mean, it's it does take place in the Resident yeah. Evil I guess universe. should we maybe at least touch sure. on that? How uh, well the story it, it predates Resident Evil One. Is it? Yeah. A, is yeah. it? Yeah. It's before the zombies. Yeah, it takes place before I've... Resident Evil One. It seemed that's how it seems like because Resident Evil was just the like they were watching what but was. But I read on. somewhere. Didn't we read somewhere that it took place between like? I thought we read somewhere that it took place. I think maybe it's like yeah. maybe I did. It takes place in different parts. Like uh, some parts of the game, takes but it's place weird the... because there's a cameo of a character. Just say his name already. I mean, yeah. should, spoiler alert! Yeah. At the Redfield. end, Chris Redfield shows up, or actually, some guy refers to himself as Redfield. But <laughs> in the credits, yeah, it says Chris Redfield. Yeah. Well, that's what so makes me him. think it's like before. Well, that's what I thought like too. But then and... I read somewhere that I thought it took place between. I don't know. Okay, but it was also like an old Umbrella Corp logo. That's yeah. when... Well, no. Apparently, there's a new Umbrella logo. What? 
because it, I didn't play Resident Evil Six, but I think John was looking it up. Resident mm-hmm. Evil Six, th- like Chris Redfield gets uh, something happens to him, kind of how Jill Valentine got kind of like brainwashed in the fifth oh, one, right. and I think something happens to him in that one. I could be wrong. This is just like fan stuff that I saw. Like everybody, like kind of was posting their own yeah. ideas, yeah. and I thought that that's what well, they said. Well, you know said. what it is, like, because uh, I think because uh, that's what I thought it initially the, was the it free was DLC that's coming out. It hasn't been released as of this recording, but the Naughty Hero DLC, which stars Chris, Redfield, it got postponed though. Yeah, I think that was supposed to kind of further explain his connection to this mm-hmm. game. Yeah, maybe we'll review it and we'll know yeah. at sure. that point. It, it got postponed. I guess they want to like make sure it's not. No, it's I mean, not up it definitely. To par yet. It definitely takes place in a Resident Evil universe, um, even though there's no zombies in it. I personally thought that from what I saw before I played the game, like I thought it was like its own separate game. I, yeah, I, that's definitely what it seemed like. But they still kind of tied it back in with the I mean, instead like of that, like though. biological weapons. Which, well, I guess it still was kind of biological. The were a lot like zombies. You had to shoot them in the head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, the whole prequel thing would make sense. Like, that's why I initially thought that was because I thought that the ship kind of spread the disease and everything like that. Yeah. And that was like the initial kind oh, of right. virus. Yeah. But, yeah. Because it, like know. it doesn't ever really reference the zombies or any past incidents. Right. Maybe that was on purpose just to keep the story contained and to kind of keep you from from seeing the actual Resident Evil connection until right. later in the game. Um, it's all very confusing. It's yeah. weird. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of story it to it. Uh, it also that's why it's an eight, not like yeah. a nine. I'm just like, there's a lot of it that's <laughs> confusing because, like, yeah, but that's every horror game we play. Yeah, as long true. as there's enough to like, yeah. And I, I think this one did a lot better yeah. job than telling a, a story than most horror games, yes. which are either just so convoluted you don't know what's going on or just here's a bunch of notes read them yeah. like read this book so you know what's going on and yeah. it's like ugh. yeah but it, it seems like like maybe uh, evelyn was that her name yeah but that was something that kind of predated Resident. the virus that's um yeah. like maybe it was an early attempt at the the t virus or whatever the first one was mm. um but there were problems obviously because she aged so rapidly so oh, and they, I love the uh, the plot twist. Spoiler: We yeah. find out she was the, the grandma, grandma. All the time. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> that explains like, a lot. Oh, I knew the grandma was something. Now I get to kill the grandma. Now I get to kill the grandma. Yep. <laughs> now, now you can point the gun at her. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Now, if it is a prequel, that's cool. I, I kind of want to know more about it. That's why I'm wondering if they, because they're going to do a sequel. They're going to do another one, yeah. but. I wonder what they're going to do with it. Like, because yeah. they introduced Chris Redfield, is it going to follow him? Is it going to follow a new character in a new area? I, I mean, it just the we'll other see. reason I think um, it's it's set in an earlier time period is because he looks younger. Yeah. That, like, well, that yeah. was the one thing is a lot of people were like, it doesn't even look like him. Yeah. yeah. Like, they're saying it doesn't look like yeah, him. No, yeah. Doesn't. So maybe, well, you said in the credits it says Chris Redfield. So. It does say Chris Redfield in the credits. I guess we'll find sure. out that DLC when it comes out. Hopefully. Everyone's saying it's actually him. So sure. if it is a prequel, that would make sense because he's like buff the rock. Yeah. yeah. Huge and muscles. I, I think that six. would also just be a good way to kind of reboot the franchise. Like, right. Because you're still tying everything in, but you're starting the story differently. Did they say anything about like Bravo or Alpha? No. Mm-mm. See. See, if they said that, then I would say definitely a prequel. Yeah. If you heard, like, but, those. But, but I mean, I'm not if, saying it's not. What but... if this incident happened and they're like, oh, this stuff we're messing with is worse than we thought. Let's set up stars. Yeah, but Chris Redfield oh. didn't know about the stuff before the mansion. That was an older game. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm that talking about, like. the reboot, quote, unquote. Okay, right? but I'm saying, like, <laughs> yeah. But it's like Rogue One intersecting with uh, a new hope like sure let me let me grasp at straws maybe uh they're like oh no that was a one time we know that was bad we're not doing that anymore so but they were still working on something well, because because raccoon city was starting to feel like the attacks and stuff like that you would just think that maybe he would be like oh like it's kind of weird but like, i mean it was also different because guys. it wasn't like like people were getting bitten, and yeah, it's like all right, that's but that's like different than mold monsters and yeah. But and if you saw a giant a, a grandma monster, grandma. if you saw a giant grandma monster, and then like later on you go home and like you see people getting bitten in the woods, oh. 
I'd be. Yeah, like, but I mean, it might not be a grandma monster. You could also, you could also explain the grandma monster away by by sentient mold. Like, that's true. I, do? Listen, I don't know if it is a prequel. That's cool too. I I'd like that they tied it in with just that. I think it, like it, it it makes it so like people can discuss like what they think. Yeah, and uh, I don't think we'll find out until they I don't release think the DLC. Play Resident Evil Eight. Yeah, <laughs> Resident Evil Eight or the DLC, either yeah, one sure. where they kind of explain it. Yeah. All right, let's go to gameplay. Controls and level design. Can we talk I... about what? Oh, yeah, go with the ratings. Yeah. That's right. We're <laughs> still doing ratings. I'm so excited <laughs> about gameplay. Yeah. All right. I gave it a 9 out of 10. John gave it an 8. Uh, Adam gave it a 7.5. And Amber gave it an 8. Did the first person view change your. Uh... I liked it. I did too. I took away the tank controls for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only thing I didn't like that. was the aiming was kind of yeah. finicky sometimes. Yeah. But I think we were actually talking about this as we were playing it. Like, do you think it was that way because the game was also made for VR? I heard... It was made for VR first? No. Like, well, it's made compatible for oh, VR. Okay. But I heard that I, IGN, mm-hmm. when they reviewed it, they said that the aiming in VR is better than the aiming really? in... I mean, I would assume yeah. so, because it's just like... It felt like very, like, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, it kind of, like, the way so it would, like, clunky. jump real fast. Yeah. Like, it would just kind of... It well, moves like, really fast. The enemies are just really agile, so you yeah. go in for like a headshot, but they like move. yeah, they move, move last second, and they do- they would dodge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. their yeah. head yeah. would just Arms fall up. to the side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, it felt like that was like my only gripe was like kind of like the aiming reticule. Like it felt like the mouse yeah, sensitivity it, was just it was so on. hard to get headshots sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, especially, especially with certain shots. guns. You need headshots, yeah, yeah, or you're just wasting ammo sometimes. Yeah, like a lot of ammo. <laughs> yeah, especially those bigger ones. When you oh run out God. of ammo, the guys yeah. with the claw run. arms. Yeah, the, the claw, giant, and then they would like, block their arms. heads. Yeah, sometimes it took me forever to realize that you could just run away from them and then like kind of disappear. Sometimes it was impossible yeah. though. Like yeah. they were really tight spaces, yeah, and, and you just had to take damage. It's like, well, you know what I really love is that you can. Reload and also move at the same time. That's like, shoot and move at the same time. I always love. I always love that. I always love that when the game lets you do that. Like, yeah, oh, cool. not Resident Evil like the other Resident <laughs> Evil uh, yeah. games where you have Resident to run Evil to the other one side. through five. Yeah. yeah, you have to run to the yeah. other side of the hall, turn around, yeah. Yeah. aim, yeah. and hope you get a headshot. Yeah. <laughs> this <laughs> running is more of a oh shit, I gotta get out of here fast yeah. option. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot more running away in this. Yeah. I, I like the level design of this. The level design was pretty good. Yeah, let's get to my. Yeah, let's get to your hidden figures. So what about NASA? So they're the. Oh, I don't even want to try it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so like, I guess this will go back into the story a little bit. The 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 Barkers were a normal bakers. Fam- bakers see? <laughs> yeah. <I Okay>. Know. <laughs> the Bakers were just a nice normal family before this little mold girl shows up and mm-hmm. fucked with all their brains. Did they have all these hidden passages in their house? I think they built them when they got the virus. They're just like, fuck it, we got a virus we now. Yeah, we need like, some creepy shit in this like house. Like the lab and stuff, okay, because what's his, what was the, the son's name? Lucas. 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 Yeah. Lucas was working with Umbrella, so he was immune to right. the girl's stuff and uh, whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sure that's how they got the lab built and stuff there for observation. Right. Um, but it was connected to the salt mines. Yeah. Which. That's where a lot of the lab stuff but was, like, too. But, like, all the hidden walls and stuff in their house and, like, the yeah. the things that clearly weren't... They were just, like, tunnels under the house, not, like, actual basements. Like, you're just pulling up floorboards and going into holes Or, like, holes under the, the bed. House. Yeah. Just tiny cubby holes to get into another room so you don't have to take the door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the passageway, the fireplace. Hey, yeah. <laughs> listen, at the Spencer Estate, you needed two jewels to yeah. put into dragon yeah. eyes and, like, yeah. Well, that makes eyes. sense because... Just to go as, to the bathroom. Just to go to the bathroom. As we later learned, we were trying to keep the zombies in and people out. That's, that's true. So that makes sense. I wish mm. my ha- house had that many hidden passages and cool shit. No, I don't. Just I don't want to have to find like a feather key to get change, to the bathroom. But if anyone comes I'm... in to murder you, you're great. You just, yeah, just run around. Change the lock on one of the doors. And I gotta move this. To it. Move <laughs> this statue around so it looks like a scorpion before I can Ugh, like open the worst. my back that door. That was so hard. So on. I like those. I no, like they were those. fine. They're it cool. was just the the on console. Right, right, right. Like trying to spin it was weird. Yeah. Honestly, been like better in VR or just like that part. 
Yeah. <laughs> just, we're talking about a horror there's, game. And there's I just hear some old weird noise out there. In my, in my house. Apparently. When's the last time you cleaned your refrigerator? I don't know, but it's asking me to clean it now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, th- that was one uh, gripe I did have about the game was like the puzzles weren't like super, like, I don't know. They weren't yeah, super hard. It was more just, just find puzzles. your way to a dead end where you pick up the key you need and backtrack. Right. I mean, like, in the few puzzles they had was the shotgun replacing it with an older yeah. shotgun. They had the spin the statue so they looked like an shadow, eagle yeah. or a... Uh, so the shadow would look like an eagle or a spider or whatever. Um, Those were okay. I'm all right with it, though. I, I was think okay they with found it too. a good blend between the action and the puzzles. puzzles. Yeah. Like they did, they did make the puzzles more basic, but there were kind of more enemies than there like were in other Resident than... Evils. It's yeah. more resonant, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was fine with that. I was just surprised there were, weren't like some that were just like a little, little bit harder. Yeah. I'm definitely not complaining. Yeah, I, uh, I appreciate the, the inventory. Like as always, felt very limiting because it is a Resident Evil game. Yep. But I did appreciate the fact that you can combine stuff. Yeah, um, and me. find backpacks to upgrade your inventory yeah. space. That's always great. I mean, you could, like, combine stuff in previous Resident Evil games, but in this one, it felt, like, more useful. Yeah, because you could actually make... Well, there's several things. Could you, you make ammo make. in the older make, ones? That's what I was just wondering. Uh, you could, I but know you could make like specialty, like, explosives Explosives, and stuff like that, I think you could. I explosives, but there was, like, a, a, a lot of times you didn't have the the ingredients or whatever. Right. Yeah, this one you need a certain ingredients, and I liked that you could, like, kind of combine what you needed more. There's more strategy involved, like... What you could make, like, do I really yeah. need to do this, or should I? It reminded me of Last of Us, which yeah. was kind of like the same thing. Like, you would, do I need to make a grenade, or do I need to make a health pack? Right. And what do I need to carry with me and keep <clears throat> in my storage? Yeah, like, what it am always I gonna felt... need next? Who yeah. the fuck knows? I know. <laughs> Let me run it... all the way back. Well, and I remember get that when we had to fight the... that I need. Yeah, when we fought the mom, I remember we we're just like, let's take every gun we have. Yeah, <laughs> let me like, deposit all the coins. Oh shit, I need all those coins now. What were these coins for? Now I know. Yeah, when you go in that trailer. Oh, it's a save room. It's very convenient. Yeah, really ha- happy at that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, I really, I really expected worse things from that trailer. I know. I was like, cool. <laughs> I remember Look. just like going in the house and you see like the mom walking by the trailer, like when you're up on the second floor. It's like, it's oh, like oh, that trailer's gonna suck. Yeah, but no, it was a safe room. It was a good. It was a good trailer. I like I like the once. level design of the the house and then the fact that you go into the greenhouse and everything like that. The boat was a little much. Oh, I think it lasted too long, but everything yeah. else I was fine with. And everything yeah. looked creepy and gross, and mm-hmm. like you really felt like, yeah, you were walking through some nasty water. But I also liked that you could backtrack. Like we went back to the greenhouse to see if we can find more supplies before we went to like go face Lucas and like go into his like haunted house mm-hmm. of torture. And like we went back to like through the cave and back in the house and stuff. And we didn't get attacked by anybody, but it was just kind of cool to like go back to all those places and kind so of creepy. Yeah, it's still creepy. (laughs) I was still scared. I'm like, something could pop out. And if you don't kill all the enemies, they're still in the house. Yeah, exactly. I like that thing that um, that you could use that showed you where items were. That's what we were doing. We would go back. That's a new. Is that that's a new thing, right? Yeah, Yeah. the psycho stimulants where they would show you where some of the hidden items were. Pretty awesome. I feel like that's like how much shit you miss. I feel like that's something they made for like to kind of highlight VR because like if you pop a pill because it'll. He it just like shows it through the wall, out. so it's yeah. more like. But I think it was kind of around for him. But it's cool because like, you you think you're checking out these rooms to the fullest, but there's right. like times where there'd be items behind like a you weren't looking like at a picture the right frame, angle. <laughs> the right angle. Then you right. see something you're like, oh shit, shotgun shells in the potted stuff plant. that you need. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, even outside, like by the trailer, there was stuff out there yeah. and under the trailer. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, they were yeah. good at hiding stuff. All right, let's go to scariness. Oh God. Arguably <laughs> the most important category. Arguably. I'm not going to argue it, but someone could. I won't today. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get to it. How scary was this game? I gave it a 9.5. John gave it a 9. Amber gave it a 7. Adam gave it a 7. <laughs> oh, wow. You guys weren't that scared? We were. Yeah. Apparently. This is the scariest game Robert's ever played. Nope. Tied with PT. <laughs> really? Yeah. I, I, I tied it with man. PT. Yeah. It's okay. I I think it was. I mean, yeah, it loses its scariness near the end. It's not as scary, but it's still tense. And like, I'm going to give it that. PT wasn't really as scary near like the final like half an hour when you're trying to solve the phone puzzle and speak into the 
controller with the <laughs> phone number right. of a oh monster or whatever. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I think games just do that. They kind of lose it. PT was a really scary game. It was shorter, and I think that kind of helped it yeah. get its review. But this one, for me, like, I don't know. I liked... I, I thought it was scary throughout. Just creepy, too. Sure. I think this is what... I think this game probably comes close to what Silent Hills could have been if it ever got released. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it would have been as scary, but no. I think uh, this game is definitely probably probably one of the scariest Resident Evil games that I've played. I definitely agree with that. I would say it's probably it's the scariest one. Yeah. For me, it's we a toss-up like... between this and the Resident Evil remake. Like, I just... Oh, yeah. That uh, one was scary, too, but I, I think I go, this I, one's me. I go back this and one. forth, but uh, I think this one's my new favorite. The... Uh, it just takes like all the things that like you love about Resident Evil and just kind of brings them back out, puts them in a new modern light. I'm just like, oh yeah, this is why I thought Resident Evil was scary. Like that was just like it was really nice to be reminded. Yeah, and I, I think it really benefited um, from something that unfortunately like Resident Evils four through six didn't being on more modern consoles that have more processing power and they can have more enemies spaced out and things like that. Yeah. Whereas, like, in the first Resident Evil, you eventually would just start wandering around with a lot of nothing to fight. But I feel like the the enemies were a little more frequent in this, which made it a little more yeah. exciting and scary. Right. Sure. If there was no molded, it would not have been a scary. Yeah, if it was just the family. Yeah. I also want to mention that, like, I, I feel like if I played this game in VR, it probably would have been scarier for Oh, me. yeah, definitely. That's one thing you I know? think. If we played it in VR, I think it would probably be like a 10. But the thing is, like, I was me. thinking about it. Like, a lot of these, well, all these games that we played for horror play, like, we didn't play in VR. We just played in regular. So it's just, like, I think it's probably a good thing I didn't play it in VR because, like, it puts on the same play. Like, yeah, with all field. the other games yeah. because we can't play them all in VR. Yeah. yeah. It would be a fair you don't want to play. Uh, I do want to what? try it though. Alone Dear in the dark. <laughs> oh yeah, no, alone oh in God. the dark. No way. <laughs> I don't even want to play that game. I, you couldn't pay me enough to play that game. I just, I wouldn't take it. You want to jo- play? Uh, jokes on you. You played it for free for horror play. I know. <laughs> I, but and I will never make that mistake again. <laughs> Spooky's house of jump scares in VR. <laughs> uh, I would. I'll play that forty times. Dear in a row. Esther, VR. I'll play that forty times in a row, as long as I don't have to play Alone in the Dark, the remake in two thousand eight again. Stanley's Parable. I'll play it again. <laughs> That's fine. I'm just. I do not want to play Alone in the Dark. I, that it. and Evil Within. Listen, <laughs> Evil Within, gorgeous game, yeah. had its moments. Overall, hated it. Yeah. <laughs> so Never playing that game again. Not a fun game. That's the thing is this game to me was fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun overall. Whereas like some of the horror games we play is like, like a grind. I want to I wanna play it again. Yeah. That's you know? what I love about Resident Evil. They're, I always want to replay them. Yeah. Uh, most Resident Evils. I, mean, I, not, I all like, <laughs> not all of them. But a, a lot of them I do have fun playing. Four? Was that the GameCube one? That was yeah. the GameCube one. Yeah. That, that was the first That one I played one. like 10 times. Yeah. But that's the thing is like I. And they give you replay value by giving you new guns and stuff at the end, which a lot of horror games don't. Right. I, I, and I like I said, like there's harder difficulties with right. this one where you can't save as often. You also get a different gun. And there's like else there's some other stuff, yeah. But uh, no, I thought it was a scary game. I just think for me it was the fact that it was like tense throughout, and there wasn't an, an, an overabundance of jump scares. Yeah, like the jump scares yeah. that they did there have were, were yeah. There we go. I good. probably should rate it a little bit higher, but there there got to points where I was just so fucking aggravated trying to kill certain things that it just there made it not someone's. scary to me but to be fair a new boss would come along or something new would happen that hadn't before and it would scare me again so, i mean it was yeah. a scary game <laughs> yeah i sure. think so all right well if you take all the scores average them out the game gets a total of an 8.3 out of 10 That's but on good. scariness it gets an 8.1 Eight point one. I haven't really? updated the Where's list that? in a long time, so but it uh Why don't it you puts just update it, it as we're doing it. Like right it's now, just it's just a lot. Game. So it, it puts it uh right below Alien Isolation, which scored an eight point two. But it's tied with uh Five Nights at Freddy's one. The first one, yeah, at eight point one. So okay. which is weird. Weird so spot. let's just say that it's kind of on the same level as uh Alien, Alien. Isolation. Yeah, I think it that seems about right. Actually, yeah, it's so. like what. PT, uh, Slender the Rival, Outlast, Dead Space. Like, I think those games were scarier, you know? And I, I actually think it's fair that Alien is slightly above Resident Evil. Yeah. Since yeah. The, the AI was more unpredictable and you really didn't know when you were going to get attacked. Sure. Yeah. 
And, you know, it kind of, it also makes sense in the fact that, you know, maybe it did take, like, a lot of inspiration from the games that are on top of the list, you know? Like yeah, uh, PT, yeah. Slender. I mean, LS, you don't get weapons, but Alien Isolation, you did. Yeah. So you could fight back against the alien. Like, you couldn't you kill think, it. But... You think they, Capcom would have made this Resident Evil 7 if those games never existed? I think eventually they would have went back to their roots. Would they have done it in first person? Yeah, that's know. more questionable. But they, they were at the point where they needed to do something with the series. Right. Like, where else? And they looked where they at go? these games, which are on it. So they looked at our list and like, mm-hmm. you know, we need to... They're looking at horror play and they're yeah, like, these, these are pretty good games. These guys have like a lot of data here. Why don't we just <laughs> use it yeah. to make Resident Evil 7? Okay, we're helping yeah. them out. Yep. So, they yeah. emailed us a bunch and I'm just like, Capcom, stop. Like, I, we got <laughs> things to do. Hey, I got to record next the time, next just horror tell play. Them I'm completely willing to go over there. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. I told them like guys stop it Just stop bothering us you got the data it's on our website check it out at sharkdropper.com just tell them to get me a work visa send me up with a nice place i'll yeah. go over there hey man I'll, i don't know I'll, I'll consult for capcom you rated this lower so they might see that rating and be like oh this guy didn't like our stuff or they might see it and be like this guy can help us get that seven mm-hmm. up to an so, eight there you go <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah, he can tell us what we did wrong. <laughs> All right, so uh, eight point one—that's uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, right. Um, that's like in our top ten. Mm-hmm. I think it's just like outside of our top five. So yeah, I think so. Which I'm okay with. Yeah. Uh, any final thoughts for Resident Evil Seven Biohazard? Do you think it's called Biohazard Seven Biohazard in Japan? Yes, 100%. I thought it was called Resident Evil in uh, Japan because Resident Evil here was Biohazard over there, so they switched it. It's weird. They gave us Biohazard, and now they have Resident Evil. Maybe. Maybe they have Biohazard 7 Resident Evil. Yeah. It's very confusing. That'd be kind of (laughs) cool. It's so confusing. Come on. Uh, Just because we're on different sides of the planet doesn't mean we have to have different titles for everything. Well, you know, us dumb Americans. Yeah. But still, we use the same words. It's just in a different (laughs) different order. (laughs) Is that really how it is? I don't know. Well, maybe because they... No, I I don't know. Well, no, I think like what a recent example is like Fast and Furious 8 over in Japan is called like Fast Ice Break Chase or something like that. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. No, it doesn't always <laughs> translate. Yeah, you know? that's right. I mean, it's uh, it's funny. They like, dude, they don't have a furious word over there. Like, no, <laughs> we got to do something else. Like, ice break. There's ice in it. There's some Japanese people I follow on Instagram, and Instagram now has a translate button, and I will often hit translate to be able to see what. And I'm just like, no, yeah, I, I don't even work. understand. It doesn't like, work. <laughs> you may have literally translated that, but you did not. Like actually Make go through the translation to to rearrange everything of how yeah they just Japanese kind of replace the word yeah. by word and then yeah. you're just like uh, yeah put it in a sentence form for me sure. yeah yeah <laughs> it, yeah I had Spanish translators that like used to do that when I was like in school and I'm like oh this isn't translating right yeah so I think the consensus <laughs> is that we all like Resident Evil yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. it's definitely yeah. worth yeah. checking out and I'm uh, I'm <laughs> impressed with Capcom for. It's having one, the balls to, to throw everything away and start over. Sure. It's one of my favorite games we played in a while. Yeah, yeah. me too. Like for horror play. We play um, a lot of junk. It's yeah, uh, yeah. it's kind of appropriate because Outlast 2 just released recently as of this recording. So yeah. it's just like, I kind of want to play that and then compare it to Resident Evil 7 hmm. and see like, you know. But again, Outlast is more of a run and hide yeah, because you don't get weapons. Who knows if they'll oh. change that up? But sure. All right, guys. Uh, it's that time of the podcast. We have to say goodbye. As always, goodbye. folks. <laughs> if you have any questions, comments, or sure. suggestions for what games we should play, goodbye. Shop us on sharkdropper.com. Robert, what else can they find at sharkdropper.com? All kinds of stuff. John. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you want me to <laughs> elaborate? Yeah. All right. You can find all kinds of podcasts. We got fictional and non-fictional. If you like horror stuff, because you're listening to this, check out Paralyzed. It's a fictional podcast that we write and edit and record for, and it's just a fictional series following some teenagers as they get tormented by creatures, mm-hmm. mold um, monsters. Even not yeah. Well, not yet. Mold monsters. Not yet. But when we need to reboot. Season two. <laughs> season two is <laughs> coming. Um, check that out. You can go to Patreon. You can donate there. You'll get our bonus content. What we're also now releasing our bonus content 
on our iTunes account, so you'll see that pop up there. And bonus, yeah. But we'll release the bonus content earlier on Patreon if you want to donate a dollar, or if you just want to donate a dollar more to help us out. That definitely will. Just send me an email. I'll give you my bank account. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you my PayPal. I'll give you my credit card. Play it safe there. Social security number. Yeah, and you can check it out. You can also go to SharkDropper.com. And contact us on there through email, sharkdropper.gmail.com. Suggest any horror games that you might want us to play. Some people have done that. We've played them. Um, and then also we have a donate button on the homepage. You can donate any amount there if you don't want to go through Patreon. Awesome. 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 Yeah. All right, folks. Uh, for my co-hosts, Amber, Adam, and Robert, I've been your host, John Lasso. Thank you so much for listening, and sayonara. Adios. Goodbye. Translate. (laughs) Translate. Thank you.